This is Nursing in America. Each week we speak with incredible nurses who have taken the leap to start a new life in the United States. If you're thinking about doing the same, then this is the place you'll find all the insider knowledge and inspirational success stories to realize your own American dream. This is the second part of a two-part episode, so make sure you go back and listen to part one first. Okay, Michelle, we're going to start talking now a little bit about the NCLEX application process. Holly explained the difference between NCLEX application and NCLEX endorsement. So let's talk a little bit more about the NCLEX application. Um, and we have a slide which really talks a little bit about um, the, um, the process and the requirements. So we're going to put that graphic up about the requirements. Can you talk us through these exam application requirements? Of course. So the first thing you want to do is to, to, for your journey to the States, you do need to pass NCLEX. And so the first step is to sort of find out what board you want to apply to. Um, you obviously are coming from, you're with different agencies or you're with Kinetics. They will guide you on, uh, give you advice on what boards to apply to. One thing I would suggest is do your homework because there is no... You don't want to apply to a board who won't issue a license at the end of when you pass NCLEX. Um, we have a lot of nurses who took the Florida boards. It's a great board um, and you can pass NCLEX, but you won't get a license because they require a social security number to issue the license. And again, social security number, that's something you get after you come here um, as, on a visa. Um, so we would suggest you do your homework. Think of, there's a lot of boards you can apply to. Um, some of the top ones I would think of would be Illinois, Michigan, Texas, but there are plenty of others. Um, but you don't want to apply to somewhere where they won't issue a license, like the Florida, Nevada, California. Well, you can't apply to California anymore without a social, but there are several states like that. So do your homework on the board that you apply to. They all have a fee and um, they differ greatly um, and they're non-refundable. So you also need to think in terms of how long it's going to take. When are you going to be ready to take NCLEX? You should be doing a study program or getting prepared for NCLEX. But at the same time, concurrently, you can do your NCLEX application to a board and you can do your credential report. So you decide on a board, then you have to, most of them require a credential report, which there are plenty of credentialing agencies out there. Of course, the main ones would be CGFNS, and then thereafter, like Joseph Silney, and there's several others that boards um, approve of, but there are hundreds out there. So be very sure that the board you're applying to for the NCLEX accepts the agency that you use. Um, so let's just say you're applying to CGFNS. You apply for a CES report. I think it's just increased to 420 um, for that, and you... You have to indicate when you apply what board you're taking NCLEX through. So that's why it's very important you pick the board first. So you can start your CES even before you start your NCLEX application to the actual board. You just need to be sure what board you're applying to. CGF, they will require your high school diploma. Every nurse has to graduate from high school. Just so you know, as an American nurse for the American exam, you have to have graduated high school. So they will require your high school certificate or diploma. Um, 
And that's very important because a lot of people don't have that. So you better, you need to look for it. <laughs> um, and then they will require your nursing transcripts or academic request form. And they will also require your foreign license verification. So, um, and I would include all licenses. So if you're in the Middle East, but you're from the Philippines, you need to apply for your PRC, but then whichever country you're in, you need to apply for verification from there as well. Um, which could be important later on. Some boards want to know everywhere you're licensed. Others only care about where you're educated. Um, so again, you have to do your homework there or work with whatever agency you're working with. Um, and then fingerprints. They do ask for a background check. So many boards will have fingerprint cards you will need to complete and submit with your application. Um, Social Security, you don't have one. So many boards have a Social Security affidavit. You basically are you know, notarizing that I don't have a social, but when I do have one, I will provide it. Um, English proficiency, uh, while it may not be required for the board, many boards uh, will accept that if your CE, your credential report says you're educated in English with English textbooks, that will make you eligible to take NCLEX in that state. However, you need to remember that you're going to need English to get the visa screen thereafter once you've passed NCLEX because you need that visa screen certificate or healthcare worker certificate in order to get um, a visa to work in the United States. So while English proficiency may not be needed at this stage, you are going to need it to get the visa screen. And then continuing education topics. Some boards will want credential uh, continuing ed or CEUs as we call them over here. Um, and again, those can be obtained whoever you're working with can advise you on how to obtain them, but not everybody requires it. Um, there are a couple of things with exam applications. So you apply the, and I suppose we'll be going through the map in a second, but we'll, you can apply to the board, you apply for a CES report. It's submitted to the board by whichever agency you have. Um, and then the board makes you eligible to test. Once they make you eligible to test, that's when you pay, thank you, Pearson View, um, who administer the exam, you pay $200 to register with them. Once you've registered with them, they will then issue an ATT. Currently, since COVID, the ATTs are valid for six months. Uh, prior to COVID, and maybe they'll change it again, we don't know until we're told, but um, they may go back to just being a 90-day window. Um, actually, some boards have a one-year window. It's it's crazy that they're different, but they are. So you have to know your board. But right now, the minimum is six months. So you get a window of six months. And during that six months, you need to schedule your test wherever you are. And if you're taken in America, there's no extra fee involved. But if you schedule it, let's say in Manila, it's $150 that you pay when you're scheduling the actual test. Uh, if you're in the UK, London, I think, is $180. Um, most of them are 150, but there are a few who are a little different. I think India is like 177. Um, so you need to schedule your test. And then once you take the test, you obviously get the quick results within 48 hours. Um, and you've passed NCLEX, and then it's exciting. You move on to your immigration. Um, now, depending on the board, like if you took the Illinois NCLEX, well, as soon as you pass, then you have to wait for They send you an application uh, for an actual license, which you then need to submit with $50 to get your license issued. But if you're Texas, they'll issue your license. 
I talk quicker, but obviously from the chat, maybe not. I know Michigan issues it straight away. It just depends on the board. New York issues it. So um, there might be a waiting period, but you certainly want that license because, and we'll talk about that soon, but the license is uh, very important. Now, if unfortunately you don't pass, different boards have different rules. Some boards... um, only let you have the one the one t- take and then you have to apply again. Others, like um, Illinois, for example, their application is good for three years. You can take it as many times as you like in those three years. Hopefully it won't take that many times, but you can retake the test. You have to pay every time, but you have a three-year window. Uh, Michigan, I think it's a two-year window where you can uh, take the test. It used to be they limited it to three times. But now they just changed the rules, and I think it's unlimited in Michigan as well. But it's it's still within that two-year uh, window, and um, that the application is still valid. Um, so thank you, Michelle. That that's a really comprehensive explanation of the NCLEX application process. It's very confusing to so many nurses, um, so it's really important to be able to get this guidance. So having the these two licensing brains with us today is just so valuable and so helpful. I know for so many nurses who are watching all over the world today, because it really can feel very overwhelming and very scary, and it's expensive. So you want to make sure that you are you you're taking the right steps when you're doing your NTLEX application process. I'm about to take my NTLEX RN in the state of New York. If I pass, can I seek endorsement outside of New York, Holly? So you can seek endorsement. New York, as Michelle mentioned, is one of those boards that will issue a license when you pass. So that's great. They're also a board that requires two topics of continuing education when you apply for the exam. So one of the things you need to be aware of is that. When you endorse to another state from like an original state of New York, if the new state requires a credentialing evaluation, you may have to go through CGFNS to get that done where originally you had New York evaluate your credentials. So just be prepared. You might, depending on where you're going to end up working, as you look at the endorsement requirements, look to see whether they require a CES. Um, if you've done visa screen with CGFNS at that time, then remember they're going to have your um, uh, your transcripts on record already, so you wouldn't have to go get your transcripts again unless it's been more than four years. CGFNS discards your um, your electronic files if if it's been more than four years, unless you pay to e save them. Just FYI. So yes, you can. Okay, okay good. So there you go. You can transfer. And that's another thing of, you know, another uh, question of confusion because many nurses think if I take my NCLEX in New York, I have to work in New York. So the answer is no, you don't have to. And there are ways of doing an endorsement. I am currently in Qatar, passed the NCLEX through Vermont, but no active license because of social security. If I will endorse my license to Illinois to be able to get an active license, there's a portion that social security is asked. Can I use a dummy number if yes, what is the dummy social security number, Michelle? Um, I think there's a social security affidavit for Illinois. So we can answer that again. But I would have one question on Vermont. The question would be, was a license issued and it, ex- it was never active so that it was issued versus was it a pass letter? I think in Vermont they issue, but they just won't give you... Um, 
it's not active, if you know what I mean. And there is a difference. There's other states you can apply to with um, an inactive license where they can issue um, a current one so that you don't have to go through Illinois. Yeah. And the other thing with that, it's important, is um, if it's just that you wanted to get an active license so that you can endorse to somewhere else, Vermont, when they do receive your social, usually within like 24, 48 hours, they turn it around and issue. That's unique. Some states take a little longer once you do provide the social. And that's why you may try to endorse somewhere else first instead of waiting. But Vermont's pretty quick. Long yeah. as they yes, we, we've definitely seen Vermont being very efficient um, overall. So that's helpful because years ago when Holly, Michelle and I started doing this international recruitment, most international nurses actually wrote through California and Vermont in those days. So yeah. these are very common questions if you pass the NCLEX many years ago. Um, can a nurse transfer her Canada or Australia NCLEX pass to a U.S. Board of Nursing, Michelle? Yes, they can. Um Again, I'd probably apply to Illinois. I suppose it depends really on where you're going. But if you weren't sure where you're going, I would apply to Illinois and um, get your scores transferred from Canada or from Australia. And there's a follow-up question that I that was sent directly to me. Should I take the NCLEX to Canada or Australia instead of applying to a U.S. state? I, would, <laughs> I wouldn't recommend that. I mean, if, you're, if your objective is to get to the United States, um, then I would apply for the U.S. version because and to get a license, like apply to a board that will issue um, a U.S. license. So versus going the long way around, which I would call that if you're yeah. in Canada working, that's different. But, you know. Yes. Yeah. So I, I think that's good advice. We'll be back with the conversation in just a second. There's a wonderful opportunity for you. Kinetics USA is currently recruiting registered nurses from all over the world to work in healthcare facilities here in the USA. If you are interested, please apply at kineticsusa.com slash application. That's kineticsusa.com forward slash application. On with the show. Nika is asking, what license do I need for support worker in the USA? And um, I'm not sure what Nika means by support worker. Um, I think maybe she's referring to a nurse aide. Holly, mm -hmm. do you want to take that yeah. question? Michelle? Yeah. Every state is different for nurse aides. So um, some require that you take a state approved course, usually about 75 hours for most states, if that's the case. Um, it requires a clinical component. So you can't just do it online for some of those. And then there are some that if you had training overseas, like as a nurse, and you wanted to take a nurse aide exam, there's a way you can bypass that with some states, the training course, because you've basically already received medical training. You can request permission to take that state's approved nurse aid exam without having to go through a nurse aid course. So again, it's very state specific. Um, and those are licenses that don't always endorse from state to state. So for instance, if you um, became a nurse aide in Florida, you couldn't necessarily go and be a nurse aide in North Carolina or Tennessee without first going through whatever their requirements were or their training was or taking their exam. So you have to be um, a little more um, precise in where you plan to work as a nurse aide and then look at that state's requirements. Okay. Question. I'm from India, but born in the UAE. Can If I, uh, if I pass my NTEX, can I apply, Michelle? Yes, definitely. Um, if you're born in the UAE, um, 
that's awesome <laughs> because that means your nativity uh, immigration is all based on where you were born and so even though you're an indian national or citizen your your place of birth was uae so you would fall under all of the other chargeable areas and not on india and visas are current there right now okay perfect the north dakota board um requiring a yearly evaluation for cgfns to issue the ces for license holly do you want to take that question um i it broke up a little bit but um so for north dakota for international nurses um many of the countries that may apply to the board they they will ask that you do a ces evaluation for endorsement um, that is because they want to make sure that when they issue you a license, you are determined to be equivalent to the degree that you're needing in North Dakota to get your original license. So um, they may at first for some countries accept just the transcripts, but there is a high likelihood that they could still come back and say, we've got your transcripts, but we still want you to go ahead and submit a CES for us. Um, it seems to be less common with some of the schools in the Philippines. Um, but there's no guarantee that even Filipino nurses might not have to produce that CES at some point for them to be able to get the, um, the license. If North Dakota receives your transcripts from your school and a couple other items, they can actually issue you a temp license to give you a little bit of time. It's a 90-day temp license to do a credentials evaluation if they happen to ask for that and follow up. Okay. Um, just can I just uh, say yes, something? I don't, know, I don't know North Dakota that well, but the question was asking about an annual. It was said yearly evaluation. Um, once oh. they get your evaluation, they don't need another one. Like once they've validated that you meet the requirements, they should not ask for a second CES report. Okay. No, All just right. In case thank, that yeah. Thank Thanks. you for adding that. Intlex was check. My license is from New York. I'm pending asylum. You you can help with it to work with the visa screen process. Michelle? So my license, I'm pending asylum. Your help with it. You can apply. So excuse, sorry about that. Yeah. Um, it depends. Were you educated overseas or were you educated in the, in, in the U.S.? You will need a visa screen process. And um, so depending on who you're working with, they will help you apply CGFNS and Joseph Silney now issue visa screens. Um, it doesn't matter where you're educated, whether it's US or overseas, you will need a visa screen if you're applying for a visa to work in the United States, whether it's a permanent visa or an, a non-immigrant visa. Um, okay. So you can apply, I suppose, through. Thank you, Michelle. And um, we have a question here about Texas. And um, please help us RNs who will be doing license endorsement to Texas to fix issue in a comment that IELTS should be six in all four subtests. This applies only on applicants who plan to take NCLEX through Texas, but not for those who will do endorsement, right? Please clarify. And um, Holly and Michelle, um, I'm not sure if you have any comment on that question. So that's for... Um, I think that the question is, is, um, is the IELTS with a, a six in each for subtests required for both application and for endorsement? Michelle or Holly? Um, English is not required for endorsement. So on the in, in NCLEX, I'll have to double check. <laughs> there are okay. several states that require six in all areas. Um, and Texas might be one of them. I haven't got done NCLEX through Texas. So 
Okay. It's not fresh enough for me either what the specific scores are. Um, however, I'm assuming then that the nurse was not educated in English or with English textbooks. And that's why they're requiring it or asking for it at the time of influx application. But we'll okay. see if we can get that by the end of the show. Yeah, I'm checking it out now while we're talking. What about the Kentucky Board regarding license issue and NCLEX pass? I think Kentucky Board, we have lots of nurses in Kentucky. I think Kentucky Board is actually a little easier to work with, honey. Um, yes, we don't typically work with them for applications for the NCLEX exam. We do work with them more for endorsement, and they are fairly um, timely and easier to work with in that way. Um I would have to I would have to look at uh, their their NCLEX requirements a little more in depth about um, English whether they issue a license by exam um, when they pass or not. So I didn't think so. But, yeah. yeah, I do. I wonder too because to get your perm, they're great at issuing temps, uh, but to get your perm, you have to have the social. So I wonder, could that have an effect on getting a license from yeah. NCLEX? Absolutely. Does it matter how much time passes between when the NCLEX is passed and the date of U.S. arrival? Michelle? So we talked about this one before. It, it, it depends on what, what they're actually asking in the sense of um, if you've got a license issued, then after you passed NCLEX, there is no issue. If you um, passed NCLEX through California, like that, that Indian nurse who passed in California, years and years ago, they can endorse or they can apply by exam to Illinois. Um, however, we have come up recently with a case in Florida where the, isn't that right, where it was like four years since they had, yes. and they, they'd never received a U.S. license. And in that instance, there, there is a concern. So um, I think they, they were saying they had to do a refresher course or something before they would issue. Um, yeah, so. Years. Five years. Well, it was five years. Thank you. So I, our advice, and that's what we've been saying, is if you take NCLEX, try and apply somewhere that has a license. And if you haven't, you it is worth applying to Illinois just to get a license in your hand. If it's going to take you several years to get here, you know, based on, on, on immigration or whatever other reasons, I would say, you know, just take the best bet and get yourself a license in hand. And for us right now, Illinois would be a good place to do that. Okay. Thank you, Michelle. I wanted to just speak a little bit about the license endorsement process um, and what is required, you know, what are the common requirements? So we have a graphic. Um, Holly, do you want to maybe just take us very briefly through this um, license endorsement uh, require, common requirements graphic? Sure. So. As we've been saying, it's best if when you pass NCLEX, you do it through a state that issues you a license. Um, when that happens, then it's your responsibility to maintain that license. Um, some nurses choose to let it expire when they still have the option to keep it active. And my advice is, as much as you're allowed, keep it active. Um, you may also uh, benefit from, if, it, if it's going to expire, maybe endorsing it to a state that will allow you to keep it active. Um, Throughout the time that you're waiting, it's best to try and keep an active license because it makes it much easier to go through the endorsement process with most of the states if you have an active license at the time you apply. The next thing you need to think about is um, if you if you have that license and you're applying for endorsement, 
you will be going through a verification process. There's a website called Nurses that's run by NCSBN. And the majority of the U.S. states do use Nurses for electronic verification of your U.S. licensure from one state to another. Some states will require that you validate for endorsement the exam license, meaning the state that you got your first license through because you took NCLEX through them, and your current U.S. license if those states are different. So if you pass through Illinois, but then you endorsed to um, to Tennessee, then you're, now you're looking to go to another state, you, you may end up having to in, uh, validate both of those. Right now, the fee is $30 to do that process for each board that you're verifying. Um, endorsements may require another credentialing review. I mentioned that earlier. So like through New York, if you end up um, needing, wanting to go to Texas to work, Texas requires a CES. So you would have to complete a credentialing review. Typically that's through CGFNS or Joseph Silney. One of those um, are the most popular ones accepted by state boards. Um, be very careful because the term CES is a credentialing evaluation term. And we do credentialing evaluations both for licensure and for visa screen. Visa screen may have a lot more agencies that they will accept that that CES from than your state board will. So don't assume I got virtuoso CES. So now that works for all these different boards. Most of the time that's, uh, I've not actually heard of a board that accepts that for licensure. Okay. And so sometimes, yeah, you can get a, many states you can get a license activated before um, you come, but it may not be the one that you're going to work on. So if possible, try and um, have an active license before you come, do the requirements to maintain the active license. And then when you arrive, there may be some final requirements needed, which could be providing the board with your social security number so that they will issue that license to you. Um, or it may be that they want some visa documents provided that show you're in the US and, and um, have permission to work here. Um, finally, Licensure based on your primary state of residence. Um, we have both single state and multi-state licenses. Most of the time, international nurses don't have an address here before they come that's a residence. So when they arrive, they're receiving a single state license for the state that they are endorsing to so that they can start work. That license gives them um, full permission to work in that state. And if they want a multi-state license after that, they can work with the board on providing the appropriate identifications that show their primary state of residence, like a state ID, and go on to achieve a multi-state license. But what they really need to go to work is the single state license in that state that they're wanting to work in. Okay. Thank you, Holly. So we are, I cannot believe it, at the end of the hour, this hour has flown. I'm just, I'm, oh, oh my goodness, I'm getting so excited. I'm knocking over my microphone. Um, you can see this is live, everybody. Um, so we have so many questions. The good, the, the, the bad news is we're coming to the end of the hour, everybody. The good news is that Michelle and Holly um, will be back and we'll be able to answer more of your licensing questions because this is a very confusing part of coming to the, the United States. Um, we're going to take one last question um, and that is from Mohit who's asking, how much time does it take to complete all the process after passing the NCLEX, Michelle? 
So uh, I'm assuming they're asking about the immigration process after Correct. passing NCLEX? Yes. So uh, the Im if we're filing for an I-140, um, I mean, it depends on their job and where they are um, and who, what agency they're with. Um, but the actual filing, when somebody actually files for you, I would say anywhere from 12 to 18 months, give or take, whether you're expedited and, and all of that. Um, so, you know, we would hope, we would hope. So 2024, if you're starting the process now, you'll be here in 2024. Can I just give a quick answer to the Texas yes. person? Because yes. one of my team already messaged me with the answer. Oh, okay, yes. <laughs> um, thank you, Nina. Just waving <laughs> out to Nina. Um, it's, uh, it is, say, it's 6.5 for IELTS and 6 in each area. But they do take Pearson PTE and then TOEFL IBT as well in Texas. And that's just for the exam. And it's NCLEX exam. And it's also if you weren't educated in English with English textbooks, so. Okay, thank you so much, Michelle. Thank you so much, Holly. That was so informative, so valuable. I know that there are many nurses all over the world right now that are breathing a sigh of relief that they're starting to understand more about the licensure requirements for coming to the United States. As I said earlier, it can feel so scary, so overwhelming and expensive. So really important to educate yourself about this process so that you can get to the United States as quickly and as seamlessly as possible. Thank you to Holly. Thank you to Michelle. Thank you, everybody. Thank you. Bye-bye. If you enjoyed the episode, go ahead and hit the follow button on your podcast player and leave us a review. Kinetics USA is currently recruiting registered nurses from all over the world to work here in the USA. We offer direct hire, meaning you will be sponsored and hired directly by American healthcare facilities. If you're interested, please apply at kineticsusa.com slash application. That's kineticsusa.com forward slash application. Thank you for listening. Tune in next week for more incredible conversations.